Welcome to the Fantasy Football Fools Podcast. My name's Jesse. We're here with LSAO and Brandon, your hosts. How you guys doing? I'm the best. That's all. You should Mm. add that to my intro. Mm, I don't think that's accurate. (laughs) Definitely not. Guys, week one's done. Football. Um, that was very unexpected. All of that. Yes. All of that. It was, it was a crazy week. We're going to go over it today. We're going to talk all about it. So let's get into it. You guys ready for some injuries? Oh, son of a, that's going to leave a mark. All right. Leave the good one for the end though. That one's special. I don't know what the good ones. Yeah, are. They're all a lot bad. of good ones on here. <laughs> yeah. That's all, right, all right, let's start with Elijah Elijah Mitchell. Elijah Mitchell sprained MCL, will probably miss two months. Who's surprised? No hey, 49ers always get hurt. Always yeah. last get hurt. year, same thing happened. Raheem Mostert, week one, he got hurt. That kind of proof uh, paved the way for Elijah Mitchell to come out of nowhere. So yeah, 49ers running backs, they always get hurt. But Mitchell also got hurt last year, right? Oh, he was banged up. Yeah, once he once he was there, certainly he's a little little undersized, so it's not not too surprising. But uh, yeah, definitely going to be out two months. So who's the next man up? I mean, we'll talk about waivers later. But uh, what do you think, Jeff Wilson? Yeah, or the Maybe, rookie? Yeah, they got two, a couple, yeah, two couple rookies. rookies yeah. One that didn't play. So you never know what the 49ers running backs. All right, Keenan Allen pulled hamstring, likely out multiple weeks. Some people think not. Uh, I probably I would say. I. Th- I think it's going to be one week. Uh, they're playing Thursday, so he's yeah. definitely not playing this week. I don't think. I think they give him that extra break to come back next week. Um, yeah, you never know. Hamstrings are one of those things. They just kind of linger. They kind of linger, yeah. You're picking out. I mean, who, if you have Mike Williams, what do you think? You're you're doing good? I mean, I mean it can't be worse. <laughs> he was two for ten last week, two catches, ten yards, and that was when Keenan Allen came out in, like, the first quarter. So, I mean, I don't know. that He's kind of boomer bust. Yeah. yeah. Uh, T. Higgins concussion. He's in protocol, uh, possible to this week. Yeah, he might miss a week, but that's it. It's nothing serious, I guess. I mean, you know, I, I feel like a lot serious. of people will. will yeah, be, not serious. It's, it's a head injury. It's a head injury, but it's <laughs> not nothing very serious. serious. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? <laughs> He'll be back. He'll be back. Uh, yeah, Tyler Boyd. Maybe, maybe look at him. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, Chris Godwin hamstring. That's what happens surprise, when you rush him back. Surprise! Right? Chris Godwin. They rushed him back. What do, what do you? I mean. No, he's yeah. hurt all the time. Came off of a torn ACL, and they're like, oh, and he looked good. I don't know if you guys watched the game. First pass of the game, and he goes for like 18 yards. like, oh, man. And then, yeah, pulls his hamstring in the second quarter. And it'll probably be a few more weeks. He's probably coming back early anyways. This is probably going to put him on what his timeline should have been. Yeah, I think they're, they're going to actually so. rest him now. Yeah. Do you have Godwin? Anybody? I do. I have him on all four of my teams. Actually. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I avoided him because I've had him the last couple of years, and he's always hurt. And so I'm like, eh, I'm going to just. Not. But the thing about it, I have him, and he's like a wide receiver three or below on all my teams. So where I got him is good value where I don't necessarily – I'm not relying on him right now. So if he, if he comes back healthy, he'll provide great value. Otherwise, who knows. Mac Jones back. Um, but they're saying it was possible back spasms, and he might be good to go this weekend. Uh, does anyone care? Does anyone have Mac Jones on their team? He No. Uh, no. <laughs> I mean, I if you're in a super flex, you pro- you maybe you have him, you know. Yeah, that's unfortunate if you do. He's just not. <laughs> I th- you know what? At the beginning, I thought he was going to like take that step up this year, not to be like one of the like top 10 or nothing elite, but I thought he was going to be better like building from last year, and he seems to have gone the opposite way for some reason. Like He uh, just doesn't look good. One week. 
I was going to say also, yeah, before we even get any deeper, week one, we're going to overreact to a bunch of stuff. Yeah, and yeah let's, not, let's not jump to too many conclusions. Yet. Matt Jones sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that one. Uh, Najee Harris, foot. Um, the test came back negative. Uh, he should be good to go, but I don't know if they're going to have him at full capacity he, on a snap. He was count. on a podcast today, and he said that he's playing, so I believe him. He's tough, um, but he'll probably get hurt again with that. A terrible Pittsburgh offensive line. Yeah, I have him, unfortunately. Uh, but uh, we'll see what happens. Again, week one. Don't uh, don't go too crazy. Najee uh, Harris sucks. <laughs> and the one that you wanted to save for last. Cause uh, this is my favorite. <laughs> Only because of... Okay, go ahead. Uh, Dak Prescott, fractured thumb. And uh, it's going to be... Well, I don't know. Jerry Jones says possibly four weeks. But uh, everybody else says eight to ten. So they didn't put him on the injured reserve, which is a requirement to stay out four weeks. So, yeah, if they're not putting him on that, I, I think he's coming back earlier than we expect. Just like rusted. That's going to go real well. <laughs> Listen, um, I <laughs> the only reason why this is my favorite is, uh, I mean, this just, it's Dallas, you know, and that sucks. And I don't. I don't mean any harm to Dak Prescott. He's actually like a decent quarterback, I guess, or whatever. But um, it sucks because he just had that huge injury. And now it's like every year, you know, the Cowboys are like, this is our year. And then it's not. And it's just funny to me. It's unfortunate. Well, it's, it's like our team. Every year the Raiders are like, this is our year. <laughs> it's not. That's 31 no, like, teams. <laughs> no, no. But like the Cowboys for the last, like, I don't know, five years or so, right? They're, they're supposed to be like contenders. And they never are. And it's just getting worse and worse and worse. And it's funny because where, where did you rank them on your – on your quarterback list. Didn't you have him pretty high up there? On Dak? No, I, yeah. didn't, ha- I didn't have him that high on quarterback. No, oh, just the Cowboy team in general. Yes. Well, yeah. how's that looking now? I mean, we'll see. <laughs> they still have a very easy schedule. I'm not, I mean, they don't have a quarterback. I, I get it. Yeah, obviously that's going to be a huge hit on I mean, on but him. like, okay, listen, how, how well was he doing before he got hurt? Yeah, they didn't look good, but a lot of teams <laughs> didn't look good. I mean, yeah, a Again, lot. So, so a lot of people are, are going crazy about C.D. Lamb right now. I say just wait. Remember wait what say. I said well, about him the, also? The thing, is, the thing is, whoever they bring in, or I don't even know who's the backup. Cooper Rush. Yeah. So, I mean, like, he played one game last last season, last year, I think. And he did okay. But, but I mean, is it going to be Dak quality? No, it's not. So, you I know. I remember when I told you that C.D. Lamb has yet to prove that he could be a wide receiver one. And now without a quarterback, and he he didn't prove it in game one again over reactions. So, yeah, I'm I want to touch on this too. I think <laughs> the other thing is is that in the preseason you see a lot of these teams rest their starters; they don't even play, and so you're seeing the rust in, in week one. A lot of teams are coming out and like this is literally their preseason, and so there's a lot of teams, and we'll get to them later that just look terrible, and players that look terrible, and I think it takes some time to kind of gel. And so I think yeah, C.D. Lamb again is going to have a bad quarterback now, but again, I wouldn't cross him off on week one. Uh, when Dak comes back in the, in the next few weeks, I think they'll be kind of firing on all cylinders again. How's the running game? <laughs> I don't know. I got Zeke. We'll see. Then he have like two points Zeke? or four points. No, yeah, he had more than that. Oh, Zeke so. actually looked okay. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. And and Pollard, Pollard got some work too, but Zeke got, Zeke got had fed more. Yeah. 10 carries for 52 yards. Yeah, I mean, five yards five a carry points. is outstanding. They just got down and had, had to start throwing the ball. I mean, so the game script got away from There was them. a lot of running backs that did not do well this week, and we'll go over those. A little bit later. Anyway. I just, I just want to make fun of you for all the Cowboy picks. That's all. Got to get my jabs in while I can. Hey, go for it. Go for it. Week one. Get them in week one. We'll Don't see, worry. We'll week see. two is going to continue. 
Um, all right. Well, that was uh, injuries. So um, check out the waiver wire. We'll be talking about that a little bit. But we're going to talk about the top fantasy. Fantasy tops. Fantasy tops. All the top, top players. players. This week. Not, not on the bottom. They're on the top. And we're going to start with quarterback Patrick Mahomes. 30 for 39, 360 yards, five touchdowns, no interceptions, and only three rushes for five yards. He didn't need to. <laughs> yeah, he came out absolutely dominated. I think um, part of it is all, all offseason we were kind of anointing Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert. Like, these are these are the guys, right? And Mahomes is like, I'm still here. I'm still probably the best. Josh Allen, I didn't even mention Josh Allen. Yeah. And I think he's like, hey, I'm still here. He kind of made a statement. But Arizona, Arizona sucks. I'm really down on them this year, and, and they just absolutely dominated. But, yeah, Mahomes was like, don't forget about me in that first game. I'm excited uh, for next week when they play the Chargers. That's going to be great. And yeah. I'm excited for the Raiders playing Arizona because that Arizona defense does not look good at all. And you don't even need to wait very long for that game. That game's on Thursday night. Chargers, Chiefs, yeah, Chargers Thursday yeah. night. Thursday, it's going to yeah. be a great one. Yep. Uh, Carson Wentz was the number two quarterback of the week. I feel like... For, wait, wait, hold on. 27 for 41. 41 attempts, 313 yards, four TDs, two interceptions. Somewhere out there, there's a Carson Wentz fan that's really excited and is like, this is it. We're going to do this. Or a Washington fan. And uh, I don't think that's going to be the case. No, play Jacksonville. I'm not buying it. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, we, we've seen Carson Wentz. Like, we know what he does, right? There was a year in Philadelphia he was almost the MVP, but... I've seen him too much. Last year in Indy, plenty of plenty of weapons, great offensive line, and he was dog shit. So uh, I'm I'm out on Carson Wentz. So yeah, I, I, I think I think if you're streaming quarterbacks, it could be a good play. I mean, they have Curtis Samuel, they have McLaurin, they have some some good players over there. But only if you're streaming, you know, I, I don't think it's going to be consistent. I agree. Uh, Josh Allen, number three quarterback, 26 for 31, 297, three TDs, two interceptions. 10 rushes, 57 yards, another touchdown. He dominated before Mahomes and Wentz, you know, uh, beat him on points, at least in standard format. But uh, And you know what? He he actually had – he started off kind of with a rough game. Like, you know, he got sacked a couple times and was, like, being rushed. And it was a close game in the first half, and then they just got it together and just turned it around. They, like, they just dominated after that. Yeah, and those two interceptions weren't his fault either. There was one he threw right into a guy's hands, and the guy literally just, like, took it from him like he was you know, stealing something <laughs> from him. Um, but he's one of those guys, you just never count him out. He can literally do everything. He's an exciting guy to have. Um, again, just picking up where he left off last year. And and he's definitely, like we talked about before, where he's like, he wants it. And he, he's like, he was so close to it, and he couldn't get there. So he's coming out, like, with, like... Uh, it's like uh, that dude from Billy Madison who added like a list on the board on his board of like everybody who treated him bad, and he was like after them, you know. Right. Uh, that's what he's doing. He's going after people and he's just scratching them off his wall. Wide receivers: Justin Jefferson, nine for eleven, hundred eighty-four yards and two touchdowns. Who do they play again? Played the Eagles. Oh, oh no, 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 sorry. They played the Eagles this week. They played the Green Bay Packers. Oh, yeah, the Packers. I was going to say, well, like, he's – I knew he was going to be good, but that was, like, incredibly good. Yeah, he came out. And, uh, and so now I'm just wondering, like, can you hold those numbers up against other people? Because it's Green Bay. Green Bay's not in a good spot. So there was – I don't know how much of the game you guys saw, but there was – I was watching a lot of it, and on the passes that he caught, there was literally no defender on the screen. It just <laughs> how do you – he's the – arguably the best receiver in football. How do you leave him that open? 
Um, he's unbelievable. I, I think he's going to have a monster year. This is just the start of, I think, what's what's going to come the rest of the season. He was incredible. What well, are they? I don't know. I haven't seen the schedule, but what if they go up against Jesse's Cowboys? Maybe 300 yards. Yeah. <laughs> hey, good, good news is I have Justin Jefferson, so I'm okay with that. Uh, Devontae Adams, 10 for 17, 17 targets, 141 yards, and one touchdown. I love this because people were like, oh, he's not going to do as good with, with Derek Carr. And look at him. And Derek Carr only threw to him. <laughs> say new place, same result for Devontae Adams. Yeah. He was outstanding. Yeah, Carr, Carr was locking in on him. Uh, one of their, their one touchdown that he got, again, he threw him like two or three passes right before that as well. Um, yeah, he's going to eat up a ton of targets. going to be high volume. Uh, yeah, he looked he looked great. If you got Waller or Renfro, are you a little scared right now? No, because I what think what were you the, expecting? Yeah, you yeah. bring over the best receiver in the league. He's gonna take targets. Yeah, yeah and eventually when they do start double teaming him or whatever, it's gonna open up the other guys. So there's the, the I think those other guys are gonna have. I don't know if you can like double team. <laughs> I mean, really, really but they're gonna is. try. Yeah. But you know they're gonna try. So that, like he's gonna start getting attention, which is gonna open up everybody else. But even like in Green Bay, there's nobody else around him. Like you, so you probably tried to double team him. There's nobody. Yeah. yeah. Like Renfro and Waller are better than anything they had in Green Bay. So good luck trying to defend that that offense. Jamar Chase, 10 for 16, 129 and 1. Yeah, he could have had another touchdown. I don't know if you saw that. They He caught a ball. It was like right on the end zone line. They didn't really it. They yeah. ran up, but it should have been a touchdown. It should have been a touchdown. Terrible, terrible coaching decision there. But, yeah, again, he was incredible. A ton of targets. They kept feeding him the ball. T. Higgins was out with that concussion that we talked about earlier. So uh, maybe a little more targets came at Chase. But, again, these, these receivers are just impossible to guard. Running back, Saquon Barkley. That was a big surprise for He's me. back. Yeah, I was going to say, that's a, that's a shocker to me. I was not expecting that at all, but good for him. 18 for 164 and one TD, six of seven catches for 30 yards. So he looks like the old Saquon Barkley. There was He ripped off like a 50 or 60-yard run in that game, and you could just see him get the full speed, something that he never did last season. Last season, again, it's that first year off that ACL um, and watching him this week, he looked like a completely different player. He looked like the Saquon like the, the first couple already, of years yeah. when we saw him. Like, Unbelievable. Like, you said, like he's back. If if I was drafting today, I might think about taking him in the top three. I mean, he was that good. And the last play of the game, too, uh, they had they're down by one. They ended up going for two, um, and they threw a little shovel pass to him. He made a guy miss, made like two other guys miss, punched it in for the for the uh, the game winning two point conversion. But yeah, he was. He Incredible. was beasty. He was beasty. Night and day from last year. Uh, Jonathan Taylor, 31 for 161, one TD, four catches, 14 yards. Just as expected. Right? J- that's JT, he yeah. He did what you drafted him at number one for. And Devante, or DeAndre Swift, 15 for 141 and one touchdown, three for three through the air, 31 yards. This is another guy who I knew he ended the last season really well, like really good, and so people were drafting him pretty high, and I wasn't too sure about him. I was like, not him. He's good. I didn't know if I could trust his team. I was like, oh, the Lions, like, you know, like, you know, the Lions. So I wasn't sure about him, but, hey, he's, he came out and did his job. So he, he had a nice day, the stats that you just mentioned, and he actually, uh, Jamal Williams came in and poached two touchdowns from him yep. from the one-yard line. So, I mean, he, he had a great day, and he could have had an even bigger day. That Detroit team, man, I don't know what's going on, but they're they're looking pretty. They put up points. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're they can't get any worse from last year. You know, there was only they gave one up way a lot to of go. points, but they scored a lot of points to stay in the game. Too. Tight ends: Travis Kelsey, eight for nine, one twenty-one, and one touchdown. 
Yeah, I mean, that's Kelsey. Yeah, yeah. That, that's, that's, that's what, what you expected. Thought. And you know, the, I think the ball went to like nine different people also. Oh, yeah, he passed it around. Yeah, it was all – and then all three running backs, I think, were involved. I mean, that's just a complete offense that's working over there. Backup tight end had a touchdown reception. Yeah. They just spread it around. They did whatever they wanted. Uh, O.J. Howard, two, two uh, receptions on two looks, 38 yards and two touchdowns. Yeah. Not sustainable, but um, yeah, people are going to be flying to pick him up watching. They, yeah, it's they like they don't be. understand. Two, he had two targets. Yeah, absolutely, not interested. And this one's interesting. So Taysom Hill is technically a tight end. He's not a quarterback. So he's one for one for two yards in the air, but four rushes for eighty-one yards and one touchdown. Yeah. That's the same thing. Like, okay, so now he's a tight end instead of a backup quarterback. It's like it doesn't matter where they put him. Like he's going to continue to do. What he does. But if he does that, do you pick him up at tight end and put him in your tight end spot? So that's the thing. He probably has value there. I, I hate it just for the like semantics of it because like he's not a tight end, right? Like he's getting all his points, taking the snap from the He's center. like a running back trying yeah, to be a tight end. He's taking the direct <laughs> snap. It's not like they're throwing the ball. Like, I don't know. I, I hate it. But again, I think there's going to be some of these games. People are going to pick him up, but he's going to have a ton of duds also. Yeah. And here on Fantasy Fools, we don't just stop there. We're going to talk about kickers. That's right, because kickers matter, okay? Kickers make the difference. Didn't you notice that this week when all those field goals were missed? And if, if, <laughs> if in your league you have negative points for field goals, oh, man, there's got to be some rough stuff going on out there. Uh, number one of the week, Young Hoku, four field goals, two extra points, and he had 19 fantasy points in, in a standard league. Um at least with our, I think we have standard in kicker. I don't. This reminds me of like the Raiders when they were like really bad, but they had Janikowski, and so it was just like there was some games where it was just field goals. They would kick like four or five field goals, and he was the only one with any points. And like that's what this week looked like, except for all the misses in that Pittsburgh game. By the way, it, it, before we get to the, the number two kicker here, what do you think about the the Denver kick? Hey, we have three timeouts. We have plenty of time. We're just going to run the clock down, and we're going to kick a 64-yard field goal. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. He has, he has missed every field goal over 62 yards. He's like 0 for 5 or 0 for 6. So, all right, let's just try it again. Why not? Let's go out and get Russell Wilson to help us get to the playoffs on the Super Bowl. But let's kick a 60-yard field yeah. goal. Not only get Russell Wilson, let's sign him to a $250 million extension and then take the ball out of his yeah. hands. What are we doing? Nathaniel Hackett, come on. Uh, number two kicker, Cade York. I'll give um, you guys a dollar if you can tell me what team he plays for. Wait no. a minute. Who are you? That was a bit late. I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. I wrote I wrote these notes. I still didn't even look what so team he, he plays so for. So he kicks for the Browns. He's a rookie. Um, and he's got a monster late. They drafted him in the fourth round, which is actually really high for a kicker. Um, but, yeah, he came out and produced, and, again, they played Carolina, but it's part of a, a Cleveland offense led by Jacoby Brissett, not something you can really count on moving I mean, forward. he got you 16 big leg, points. Big leg, yeah. I mean, can uh, he kick a 64-yard field goal? Maybe. I don't know. They, they should have tried. I think they're going to try. At some point <laughs> in the season, they're going to, yeah, they're going to try because, you know, why not? It's the Browns. You know, you have those coaches that want to go for it on fourth down every time, and you have the ones that are like, eh, let's punt, or let's, you know, punt for the tie, or let's, you know, do a 64. 70-yard field goal. Uh, Ryan Suckup, four field goals, one extra point, 15 fantasy points. He was number three. Defense, Pittsburgh, 
led the way seven sacks, four interceptions, one fumble recovery, one touchdown, one blocked kick, and two fourth down stops. <gasps> they Man. made Burrow look awful. They did. They turned the ball. Burrow turned the ball over five times, right? Four interceptions. A I sack, thought it was Tony fumble. Romo out there, honestly. I was going to say, when did they draft Tony Romo? When did he like, come back? And yet, Cincinnati still should have won the game, right? So they had all those turnovers. Um, and then still couldn't kind of put him away. They ended up coming back with, with the win in overtime. But Pittsburgh also lost the T.J. Watt torn pick. Yes. Um, so that's a big loss for them. So I wouldn't count on seven sacks again moving forward without the best uh, no. sack guy in the league. Still a great defense, but, yeah, it, that's, a, that's a huge loss for them. Miami, two sacks, one interception, two fumble recoveries, one touchdown, and one fourth down stop. You think they were just showing off because it was against New England? As I say, and one, like, broken back, right? They They – Injured Mac Jones. They so did. Let's add yeah. that to the stat line. Had some headhunters or something going on over there. No, Miami's supposed to be a good defense. I thought so before the season started, and, you know, they look they look pretty decent. Uh, Buffalo, seven sacks, three interceptions, and one fourth down stop. That's to be expected. Yeah, I want to touch on that one for one second. Um, seven sacks, and they didn't blitz one time in the game. So that was with their four down rushers, dominated the, the Rams' offensive line. I mean – they can do that. That's going to be a tough team to stop uh, in the postseason. All right, let's get over to the other side, our fantasy face plans. You blew it! These guys didn't do quite as well. Quarterback Aaron Rodgers, 22 for 34, 195 yards, one interception, four sacks, one last fumble, negative one point. Zero touchdowns. Relax. That's what he, he was did saying. this last year. The first game he blew. <laughs> first game they got blown out by New Orleans last year. Yeah, this is happening again. But but this no time without Devonte Adams. Adams. Yeah, we mm-hmm. saw what he did in Oakland or Las Vegas. I'm I'm a little worried. The best thing about Aaron Rodgers was his haircut. He doesn't look homeless anymore. But his performance on the field. You mean Nicholas like Cage? Homeless. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Maybe that's what did it. Maybe he, he needs lost to his go. Hair, lost his power. He needs to go do some ayahuasca, and next week he'll be he'll be good. <laughs> He's one guy we've seen it before, right? He's a back-to-back MVP. Like, he's the ultimate don't overreact in week one. But I think there's... There's a couple more don't overreacts coming up right here. Matthew Stafford, 29 for 41, 240 yards, one touchdown, but three interceptions, seven sacks, and only two points. Hangover, man. That's Super Bowl hangover. And I'm worried about that offensive line. They just got eaten alive. Um, yep. They get a bounce back game this week, I think, against Atlanta. So we'll see. Um, again, week one, they played the best team in the league, arguably. So yeah. they should to, be hard much to better. really judge after that. Should one. be much better. Uh, and then your favorite, your boy. You're talking about my boy's dad, which he's not my boy. This is definitely your boy. Tom Brady, 18 for 27, 212 yards, one touchdown, one interception, two sacks. Not bad, but. 10 points, which is not what you expected when you drafted Brady, right? Look, probably not. However, and I usually draft him. That's why Jesse was making that joke. <laughs> but I stayed away from him this year. Because I was like, Oh, eh. this is finally the year. No, no, no. I don't know about that. <laughs> this is the I cliff just, year. I just didn't trust him. I'm like, I, I don't think he's going to be as good as he was stayed the last Stayed away from him. Stayed away from Godwin. Yeah. <laughs> and both of those guys are on my team somehow, so I don't know what that says. But, so, but no, but Brady, it was like I, I stayed away from him just because I was like, I don't think I could trust him because usually he was a really good deal like towards the end of the, you know, the bottom of the of the draft and you could take him and then he was like a top five quarterback. So, But this year I'm like, you know what, it's a different feeling. I don't know. 
it's got all this other stuff going on. And so it just seemed like a weird time. And I was like, that's, that's what seems like a sign. So I was just like, you know what? I'm going to stay away from him. And again, overreactions week one. I do think he's going to bounce back. I don't think he's going to be the quarterback he was last season, but he's still going to be good enough. But it's just, he, he's definitely taking a step down, I think. So as a Tom Brady owner, yeah, I'm a little worried. Uh, he didn't look great. That offensive line is what worries me the most because he's obviously not mobile. And uh, so he's not going to be moving around too much. Got pressured a ton. A little worried. Um, so you, can, you think he's going to bounce back, but it's not going to be this week. They're playing New Orleans, um, who owns Tom Brady. They're 4-0 against him since he's moved over to the Bucks. Yeah, probably not. By but the way, we forgot to mention Aaron Rodgers is playing Chicago, and he owns them as well. That's so. right. And he'll, <laughs> and he'll let you know it. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know what's going to be funny is if he doesn't, and then they let him know, that's going to be great. I, I kind of hope that happens it's now. It's Sunday night Just football. thinking about it. Yeah. Wide receiver is DK Metcalf. One, one more thing about Tom Brady. Yeah. It's like every time anybody is like, oh, I don't know about this guy, he comes back and he, like, proves everybody wrong. So it's like I'm not well, – the reason why I was saying is like, oh, no, he'll, he'll, be ba- he'll be back, he'll be fine, is because until proven otherwise, I'm pretty sure we can just say, oh, he's probably going to just keep doing it until he proves that he can't. He's still anymore. the greatest of all time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, DK Metcalf, seven catches, 36 yards, one lost fumble, two points – I mean, we knew this could be possible with the, the new quarterback, but uh, if you drafted him, this is not what you were looking for, obviously. I was surprised when he was going so high in the in the draft. Like, I was like, eh, probably not. Yeah, he's catching passes from Geno Smith. You're not super excited about that. They won the game last night, and he still only did this. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm, I, I'd be a little worried. So somebody had to have done something. So Tyler Lockett, right? <laughs> nope. Three catches, 28 yards, two points. Yeah, uh, same boat. It's like, oh, man. Wait. Boat? Both of their tight ends, uh, I think, had like 10 or 12 points each. Um, and I think they have more than two tight ends. I think three or four were involved, but two of them had double-digit points for the week. And the thing about Lockett is he's always been really inconsistent, right? He'll get you like 30 points one week, and then he'll be worth three and two and one, and then 30 again. And that was with, you know, uh, uh, Russell Wilson at quarterback. So now you're going to get an inconsistent quarterback and an inconsistent receiver. It just sounds like a recipe for disaster. Mike Williams, two catches, 10 yards, one point. That's yeah. after Keenan. We talked that about that. That was the point. We talked about this earlier. Yeah, Keenan Allen left early in the game. Mike Williams, you expect him to step up? Two catches, 10 yards. That's worrisome. Herbert spread the ball around. Uh, Williams, you would think, is the guy, but he wasn't. So, uh, But that's what we saw last year, too, the kind of the inconsistencies, the spike weeks, yeah. uh, similar to Lockett. Amari Cooper, three catches, 17 yards. I told you. I told you. <laughs> I said he's going to go to Cleveland where he's supposed to be the number one. He's proven he can't be the number one, and now he lost his quarterback. You know, he doesn't have a quarterback. It's like it's, this is exactly what was going to happen. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hold out judgment until uh, Deshaun Watson gets back there because Brissett's terrible. Yeah, I, I mean, I will say this. There, there has to be a reason why you keep going to new teams, you know, and it could be money, but it could be other things as well. So you never know. Uh, running back, Alvin Kamara, 30 yards and three through the air for seven yards, only three points. Yeah, only three, only three catches uh, too. James doesn't targets. like to. He he's not gonna chuck it down. He's not gonna uh, yeah chuck it down. He's gonna like go for the big, go for the big plays. And part of that too, we touched on Taysom Hill earlier, kind of taking some of those carries, taking you know the end zone work. So yeah, yeah a little worrisome. Um, they have good weapons in New Orleans. Though. I like their receivers. They they kind of produced this week. Um, I would expect to get more out of Kamara moving forward. Not super worried on him quite yet. 
Yeah, Michael Thomas, like, came Two he, yeah, back. Oh, yeah, like yeah, he came back strong. He came back like, oh. real good. He said, hey, he's guys, like, hey, I'm he's back. playing. Oh, <laughs> he's playing. <laughs> uh, Brees Hall, 23 yards uh, and 38 yards through the air, one last fumble, three fantasy points. Yeah, he um, a lot of hype coming into him as the best rookie running back this year. Um, the Jets obviously took him in the first round. Uh, but Michael Carter is still the starter there. He uh, did some some uh, good work last year. He was pretty solid. Um, and for now, Carter, yeah, is getting the bulk of the carries. And he slowly start good. to see, yeah, Brees Hall kind of, you know, take over more and more as the season goes along. But, yeah, Michael Carter did look very good in uh, his action in week one. David Montgomery, 17 carries. That's quite a few. For 26 yards and 24 yards receiving, four points. But, I mean, it was the, you know. 20, how many carries? It was the buckets of water game. It was like the water. It was like a, a, uh, a pipe burst. All the pipes burst. I said 17 carries, 26 yards, and oh, okay. 24 yards through the air. I thought for a second I thought he had more carries than yards. Almost. Yeah. Close. But, I mean, have you, did you see that game? It was just pure water on the field. I mean, it was yeah, it was like they're playing I mean, in a pool. Game was well, tough. That, it's also the Bears. Yeah, their offense isn't very the good. Ba- yeah, like this guy. Okay, the thing with Montgomery is that every year he's like, oh, my God, he's going to be so good because he's the only back, and he's the starter, and he's the goal line guy. He's like, he's like the workhorse there, and that's fine. But if your line isn't any good, you're not going to do anything. You can get 100 tries, and you're going to score one time. Well, and that's the thing. He, he gets the opportunities. He's consistent. He's not going to give they're, you they're, a— They're going to—he's not—I mean, he's consistent in not getting touchdowns. He's, he gets the ball. The team is consistent in being like, here, score, and then he can. I mean, he's going to get you like 10 to 15 fantasy points. He's not going to get you 30 points in a week, and, you know, I think he's one of those backs. And yet they still beat the 49ers. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And uh, he didn't get hurt like Elijah Mitchell, crazy, so I guess that's a plus. Crazy week one. Crazy yeah, week absolutely. one. Absolutely. Uh, tight ends. Kyle Pitts. Two catches, 19 yards, one fantasy point. Oof. Yeah, not what you want to see. Uh, he's probably the third drafted tight end in your league. Uh, you're certainly expecting more. I think you're going to get more. Uh, I would say be patient with that one. You know who is not the third, but was probably the second? Mark Andrews, five for 52 yards. I think he'll be all right. It was just, you know, like week one rust. Yeah, they didn't, right. they didn't throw the ball a ton. Uh, I wrote down 25% target share, so he's catching one out of every four passes um, from Lamar. And he ran 94% of routes run. Uh, he ran so 94% of the pass plays. He was out running the routes. I think it was just not his week, but he'll yeah. certainly have his weeks moving forward. And we talked about it before, Taysom Hill, um, you know, he had four rushes for 81 yards and touchdown. Uh, possible pickup, maybe, I don't know. It's one of those things where it depends it's, how it's, your week one went. <laughs> yeah, it depends on how deep. I mean, we, we're, I'm in a couple, you know, leagues, but we're in an eight-man league. And in an eight-man league, you're probably not going to pick up Taysom Hill. But if you're in a 12 or a 14, I mean, I can I can see that for sure, you know. And I, I can't justify playing him at tight end, so he's not going to be on any of my team. Yeah. Uh, all right, waiver wire pickups. Here we go. Let's talk about some guys that we liked, some guys that are probably on uh, your radar or someone in your league's radar. Uh, and that's, of course, Carson Wentz at quarterback. Negative. Negative, Ghost Rider. The pattern is full. He could be deeper leagues. You talked about it, super flex, something like that. If he has the right matchup, I think that's the key, right? He played Jacksonville. That was a playable game. If you find him against some of the right teams, you could probably squeeze him in there. But as far as a 10- or 12-team, one-quarterback league, um, Leaving him on the waiver wire. Matt Ryan, Indianapolis. 
Yeah, Matt Ryan, you know what? Um, he was looking really bad at the beginning of the game, and then uh, he kind of they kind of had a little comeback to tie the game. And I'm not sure if they had a chance to win it at the end. I didn't. I didn't watch the end of that game, so I don't know if, if like he had control, like if he had the ball, so he could try to do something, and then wasn't able to. I'm not sure about that, but um, I don't know if you guys saw it. But um, he was doing really bad, and then when they came back to catch up, I'm like, oh, okay, there he is. It was the same kind of thing. Where it's like I expected a lot more from him, and I think he will be better from now on. You know who did did well is Pittman. So I like that. He's on my team. Running backs, Jeff Wilson Jr., uh, is he the number one now that Elijah's gone? Elijah. He was the number one when Mitchell went out, um, but he didn't do a whole lot with it. Part of it's tough, too, because they have other guys that run the ball that aren't running backs, right? Debo Samuel got Debo. a bunch of carries. Trey Lance is going to run the ball a ton. So, yeah, he might lead the team in carries as a running back, but I don't know how many touchdowns he's getting because they do all the – um, extra stuff in the red zone with with those other guys. So, yeah, he's probably worth a pickup again. San Francisco running backs are valuable, but not sure he's the guy. You drafted Cam Akers. Guilty. <laughs> Daryl Henderson. Could he be a top pickup this week? Um, I don't think he's on the waiver wire. I think most he's mostly picked like on somebody's team already. I was gonna say if he's available, absolutely, he's the number one pickup. Uh, you know, the running back, starting running back on on what should be a good offense. And I hold you know, yeah. reservations with that after week one. But, yeah. Especially um, after that Akers move. Yeah, Cam Akers, three carries, zero yards. That's troublesome. I think he was perceived to be the starter by just about everybody. And he didn't play until, like, the second quarter. When he came in, he wasn't effective. And then McVay had some comments afterwards, too, kind of calling out. I don't know if it's, like, his work ethic or he needs to make the most of his opportunities. So, to me, it just sounds like he's in the doghouse or something and they're looking to motivate him. I, I wouldn't be shocked if Akers um, kind of starts slowly building up more and more carries. I wouldn't be surprised if he takes over this backfield like after their bye week or something. Khalil Herbert, Chicago. Yeah, so we talked about Montgomery, 17 carries, 26 yards. Herbert came in, and he was pretty effective too. Um, again, you don't love the line play there, but it wouldn't shock me if Herbert became the guy. He was effective last year when Montgomery was out. Jalen Warren from Pittsburgh. If Najee's out... He's the next guy up. I don't think that uh, Najee's going to be out for that long, but, um, yeah. you know, it, it's worth a look. Uh, well, this this episode is coming out on Wednesday, so you guys have already done your waivers. But, I mean, just in case, you know, look up these people. Uh, somebody may have missed something. And so uh, if you're getting up early and getting ahead of the game, then check those guys out. Kenyon Drake also in Baltimore. He was the guy. He was the guy, again, Dobbins is probably coming back at some point. Gus Edwards is coming back at some point. Um, you still have guys like Lamar Jackson who's going to be running. Um, yeah, he was the guy in terms of leading them in carries. He had 11 carries of their team total of 21. But, again, 11 carries, 31 yards. So you're not too too impressed. And they played the Jets. So that was a game for him to kind of have a big opportunity. Moving over to wide receivers. So you're out on Godwin. You're out on Tom Brady. I'm not out on Tom Brady. Well, you're down on You're down. Yeah. What about Julio Jones? I mean, if if it's a bye week and you need somebody, yeah. <laughs> I don't he, think week two is a bye week for anybody. No, I know. But, like, I think that this is one of those guys who could have, like, a good week. Like, it's going to be one of those guys who all of a sudden is, like, blows up for a ridiculous amount of points. And you're like, wow, Julio Jones well, hasn't retired I mean, yet. if cool. Godwin's out, then, you know, 
I think he's a good play. So I watched a lot of that game, and he looked really good. And they made a lot of comments, too, about, oh, he's in the best shape and all these things. And he actually looked like it. They gave him two. He ran the ball twice, like a couple reverses, which you never really see Julio do. He caught some balls down the field. He had a 48-yard reception. He looked the part. So, again, they got to fix up some line things to be able to throw the ball around. But, yeah, with Godwin out, I think he's, just, he's, he's definitely worth an addition. And Curtis Samuel... From the commanders over there, we talked about Carson Wentz, Curtis Samuel. I feel like Curtis Samuel is another one of those guys who never really, like, made it, made it. I mean, he made it, but never really, like, got to that, like, level of, like, oh, I can trust this guy, you know? Maybe this is his time. So, yeah, Samuel was kind of impressive. He got a lot of touches. Uh, He caught eight balls, only 55 yards, but he had 11 targets. He actually led the team in targets, uh, more than, than Terry McLaurin, more than Jahan Dotson. Um, he also ran the ball four times. So they're trying to get him the ball. He had 12 touches. I think you take that, you know, if you're looking for kind of a flex play. But also, eventually, Carson Wentz is going to be Carson Wentz. So, <laughs> you know, he can only do so much. Yeah, we're going to see some left-handed interceptions from him coming <laughs> soon. Uh, Robbie Anderson, Carolina. Uh, Ugh, that's, yeah. I, you know what? I was thinking about this one, and I actually kind of like him. Like, uh, who who do you have as quarterbacks before? Like, I feel like his quarterback. Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold. Yeah, and like with before the Jets that at and the, the Panthers. Oh, really? It was okay. Well, there you go. I think that he could be a better player in a better situation. And although this isn't the best situation, it is an upgrade from what he had. So I think he could make some waves this year. Finally, yeah. I think he he could make the noise people expected him to make years ago. So I think he was just the guy this week. I think uh, DJ Moore, obviously, should be the number one target there. Christian McCaffrey should be a bigger target, too. He only caught four balls. He usually catches, you know, eight, nine catches a week. He only ran ten times, too. So I think Anderson got the work this week. He caught the long touchdown. I think he had a 75-yard touchdown. Um, but, yeah, I think he's kind of the, maybe the third option in that passing game. That's not going to be too, too good. DJ Chark, do, 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 do. Now that guy's on the waiver wire. Yeah, that guy you can go after if you. Detroit, to. man, I'm telling you, Detroit's. You know, I mean, they looked good week one. Uh, we'll, we'll see what happens, but uh, uh, yeah, you picking up DJ Shark? I would say they looked improved. I don't know if "good" is the right word, but they looked improved. And compared they, to a lot of the teams this week, they looked pretty good. I think. Well, yeah, but I but like they will put some points up on the board because last year they were just really awful. So I think this year will be good for them. I don't know if they'll win a lot of games, but it'll be a much better year for them. We talked about this. Tyler Boyd, uh, if Higgins is out uh, any further amount of time, he's going to be the number two guy. Yeah, yeah, that's a good spot for him, I think, yeah. And if Joe Burrow isn't sacked, what, seven times, then uh, that could be good. Uh, Jarvis Landry, New Orleans, you talked about the receivers. He looked pretty good out there. I mean, Michael Thomas is there, obviously. Landry's number two, but hey. Yeah, Landry, seven catches, 114 yards. Uh, here's the thing. With Jameis Winston, you know he's just a gunslinger. He's going to throw it. Uh, it might be to the other team, but he's going to throw it. Uh, and they have good weapons, right? We talked about Kamara earlier. We talked about Landry, Michael Thomas, Chris Olave is their first-round rookie. So they have a lot of guys to get it. Landry was the guy this week. Um, but, yeah, I think he's worth, you know, a potential. That's uh, the kind of guy service. that Landry is, where it's like he's the guy that is going to burn you. When somebody else picks him up and you're like, I don't need this guy. He's not really that good. And then, because it happened to me. And, like, one week I was like, oh, you know, it was, like, Sunday night. Or, actually, maybe it was a Monday game. It was, like, Monday. And um, I think they were were down 
you know, or, or, or I was up in, in, the, in the league. I was up by like a good eight or nine points. And my opponent only had Landry left. And I'm like, I am solid. This guy is going to get like three points, four points. And uh, no, he, <laughs> it was one of those games where I'm like, oh, my God, I can't believe that I'm getting burned by Landry. And that's the kind of guy he is where he's just kind of there. And then one, one week, just out of nowhere, it's going to be like, oh, this guy just burned me. Awesome. And did you drop him? Did you take out your dirty Landry? <laughs> no, he played <laughs> against me. Oh, he played against you. Okay. So, yeah. He, he just wanted to get that he, joke. He brought, yeah, he yeah. didn't care what your answer was. Yeah, I know. I was like, thanks for listening. He was just waiting for me to shut up so he could make a joke. Basically. All right, Dallas Cowboys, uh, settle down. Tight ends, Gerald, Gerald Everett, Los Angeles Chargers. Uh, what do you think? Tight ends, I mean, I a think, lot of people I think he's a good. Some, he's a good option, I think, to yeah, pick up. Yeah, he's probably going to be the number one pickup. I, I mean, if he's available in, in your league. Uh, O.J. Howard, we talked about it from Houston. Uh, you can go for it if you want. He had two opportunities. Yeah, Two catches, two touchdowns, but, you know, that's what he's going to give you or not give you. If you're chasing the points. Yeah. Taysom Hill, talked about that as well. Will Disley from – here we go. Will Disley and Colby Parkinson from Seattle. They both had good games. Uh, it seems like – maybe it was just this game plan, uh, this this defense airplane, but they were throwing a lot to the tight ends, obviously. So I don't remember if Geno Smith is a, like, tight end chaser, you know? Well, you don't remember because he hasn't started a game in like seven years. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> it was like Jets, so nobody remembers. Yeah, so honest. it's like uh, so according to was l- it this game? Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's like is he, is that his normal thing? Like, oh, the tight end is where he go likes to go. You know, it could have been just the the. I mean, they were playing Denver. Denver has a good defense, so I mean, I was gonna say e- even if the tight end is his thing, it's just like which tight end. It's also Geno yeah. Smith. Like you're not gonna get consistent production out of either yeah. of those guys. Uh, and then defenses, we talked about it. Pittsburgh and Miami were the two uh, biggest ones, and they're actually not. I looked on Yahoo, and they're not, uh, you know, rostered very, very much. So Pittsburgh, yeah, Miami. because it's Pittsburgh and Miami. Yeah, but the defense look. Both of the defenses look solid. Well, I would say Pittsburgh, yeah, because they made Burrow look terrible, like we said earlier. But Miami, I'm I still got to like. I need a couple more. Yeah, weeks. I, I, I get can't, that I New England them. offense. You can't yeah. really trust them, but I do think Miami is going to have a, a decent defense. So here's the thing: if you're streaming defenses, uh, Pittsburgh, they're playing New England this week at home, there so that go. might be worth a shot. Miami on the road in Baltimore, so you don't like that as much. Yeah. All right, let's go into some of the matchups coming in week. Two. Real quick, I want to recap week one. Yes, so, let's do it. Yeah, we did week one. We picked uh, our top three games. Jesse and Eliseo each had the same picks, conveniently enough. I went. I can't believe you copied me, man. That's going to make me look bad. And Shut what's up. even more surprising is that those two idiots went 3-0, and oh, <laughs> and I went 0-3. Oh so I guess we just know more. <laughs> I had the Rams. They got blown out by Buffalo. I had uh, Tampa or Dallas. They got blown out by Tampa Bay. And the third game was Raiders-Chargers. That one could have gone either way. Uh, Raiders went for two at the end. Had they got the two, then I cover. They didn't. So the two Raiders fans went against the Raiders. Against, yeah, and it worked out for you guys. So yeah. So right now you guys are three and zero, and I'm chasing three games. You now. know what I do like about that Raiders game though is like you know everybody's talking about San Diego and like it could be like going to the Super Bowl. It's like one of the contenders, one of the like heavyweights this year. And what I liked about it is that even though the Raiders played a terrible game, and at the end they still had a chance to win it. And like you said, it could have gone either way. So I'm I'm still. Pretty psyched about that. I, I mean, look, um, San Diego looked good. I mean, San Diego. So you both just doing you. San, <laughs> once a podcast, somebody's going to say San Diego. It's been you both times that you uh, touched on it there. Uh, uh, the well, Chargers. he copied everything I do. He copied yeah, my exactly. three picks because exactly. he knew Shut that up. I was going to get it right. 
the Chargers looked good. But, I mean, the Raiders, their defense has improved also, you know. So, um, they didn't look great, but they didn't look – I mean, that, that whole division is just – I'm glad Denver lost. Let's just yeah, put it that way that was, because, that I mean, they, that, they, they, they know, couldn't give up, and they yeah. did, yeah. Yeah, so I think it's going to be tough. I, I think the, that's the other thing is Denver, I feel like, was super hyped, like overhyped. And I, and I mentioned about Russ Wilson before. I was like, I don't know, man. This doesn't seem like it's going to be – I mean, they're going to be good, but they're not going to be that good. And I think we just saw a little glimpse of that. Again, week one, week one overreactions. I'm just saying, I think that everybody was almost like handing them the division. Like, oh, but oh no, but maybe not because the Chargers. Like everybody forgot all about, like we said, they forgot about Mahomes and the Chiefs. And they showed like, no, we're still here. And then people were just kind of handing Denver like the trophy. Like, oh, they're going to win the division. And it's like, (laughs) I think they're going to end up in fourth place. I really do. You know, it was great watching Russ in Seattle trying to... (laughs) Here, God, almost. Uh, they got a couple. Of Taste of your own medicine. <laughs> well, the funny thing too, after the game, I don't know if you saw the quote from Geno Smith, they said something like, "Everybody wrote me off, and I and I didn't write him back." Yeah, 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 yeah. I saw that. Love that. Uh, that was great. Uh, all right, so this week, um, I don't know which three we're gonna pick. We'll pick. Uh, let's do all four. Let's, let's do, do all, all four. four. So I need, we're gonna do, do I need four to make here. up three games. The more games we do, the better chance I have. Uh, let's start with Thursday. The Thursday game, uh, eight twenty Eastern time. Chargers at the Chiefs. Uh, Chiefs are favored by three and a half points. The over and under is fifty four. In case you wanted to know, but Chiefs by three and a half. That's what we're gonna bet on. You guys looking at me? Am I going first? Uh, you know, I'll go first. I'll take this one. Uh, ooh, it's. I hate like in division games, but I'm gonna go with the Chiefs. I think they're gonna cover. They're gonna they're gonna get it done. Nary, I can't copy you this time because I went first. <laughs> yeah, all right. I think you already read my notes, but okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm taking the Chiefs also. I think uh, they're gonna come out strong again, and I think this is gonna be a big test for the Chargers. And I don't think the Chargers are gonna be able to. I don't think you know just the way that the Chiefs look so good that it's like oh like. Everybody forgot about them, and then they came out to remind everybody, and I think they're going to continue to roll this week and take out the Chargers. I wasn't going to do this. I wasn't sure where I was going to go. This is a great game. Again, we've talked about this time and again. I think I'm going to take the Chargers to make a statement here. I think they at least cover the three, but I think they're actually going to win outright, but I'm going to take the Chargers to cover the three and a half. All right, here we That's go. That's the other thing. It's going to be close because if it's a field goal, then it's like, you know, yeah, but – it, it could be, but I, I feel like if the Chiefs are firing on, on all cylinders like they were, I think they got it. Uh, Sunday, 1 o'clock, Eastern Time game. It's a morning game here on the Pacific Coast. Bucks at Saints. Uh, the Buccaneers by three, over-unders 45 and a half. So I talked about this one earlier. The Saints own the Bucks. The Saints are 4-0 against the Bucks since Brady came over. Gosh, these are tough. I am going to take... Ah, oh, man. The Saints didn't look good in week one against Atlanta. I'm going to take Tampa minus three. Same. Um, this is the year that Brady finally gets over that hump because, well, mostly Drew Brees is gone. And, you know, the Saints aren't as good. And that is all. Bucks. Ah, uh, oof. Just to, ma- just to make just to make it yeah. fun, just to make it fun, guys. Do uh, it. I don't know that they're gonna win, but hopefully they can, uh, you know, lose by a point or something. Maybe they'll win. We'll I'm see. Gonna be the only remaining. I'm gonna go with, I'm gonna go with the Saints. <laughs> I'm gonna be the only remaining, like hundred percent betting a thousand after this. Uh, all right, another Sunday game: Cardinals 
Raiders. Raiders are favored by four and a half points. Over under is the biggest for the week, 51 and a half points. Raiders all the way. No question. I think they're, I think they're, uh, they're not going to have the, the, the challenge that the, that the charger, that the LA chargers were. Um, and I think they're going to win easy. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm with him on that one. I already wrote it down. Uh, I think they're going to cover the, the five Cardinals have a bad defense, I think this year, and that's going to be their demise. I, you know, I believe that it could go over the 51.5 points, but the Raiders are going to score a ton of points in this game, I think. I am going with the Cardinals. I think uh, I think the Chiefs are significantly better than the Raiders. Uh, they got blown out last week. I don't think they're as bad as that game was. And again, I'm not asking them to win. I'm just asking them to cover the 4.5. And, and the Monday night game, Vikings at the Eagles. The Eagles by 2 points this is a this is a over and under is another big one it's 50 and a half points. this is a good one though i'm excited about this game also it's gonna be a good game because these seem like they're kind of like evenly matched you know and you never really know what to expect from these teams these are two teams i think kind of like on their way on up, their trip right? yeah, yeah like they're, they're still riding though yes the next step. yes and, and so, this so is a good test the thing about it is like i feel like the vikings are a little bit better and the and the eagles are quickly catching up but i feel like they're still growing you know like they're still kind of doing their thing they're they're so i feel like they're a little bit behind the vikings um so i'm actually going to take the vikings because i think they're like a step ahead of the eagles and not that the eagles wouldn't be able to win the game but i think they're just like if it was later in the season it'd be different but right now at the beginning i think the the vikings just have a little bit more of an advantage because they're you know like a like more solidified team i guess i don't know how to explain it i think depending on the game plan this could go either way uh, the Eagles and the Vikings both have a great running game, and so if, if they focus on that quite a bit, then it could get interesting. But the thing is, Vikings, you saw what Justin Jefferson did this week. Uh, and they have A.J. Brown, but he, A.J. Brown didn't do as much. I, I feel like Jalen Hurts doesn't throw the ball as much, but he can run it. So... No, AJ Brown did good. AJ Brown had a monster yeah. game. Yeah, you you got the yeah, you're thinking of uh oh, like Devontae. Yeah. Devontae Smith had nothing. He didn't yeah. do anything. So it, was, it was it was all AJ, yards. which is the same as all Jefferson. So yeah, okay. Uh I still think that that Minnesota can pass more and they will. Oh god, this is tough. I don't know which way I'm going to go. You know, I'm going to go I hate to go with you again, but I'm going to go with Minnesota. Yeah, it's going to be a clean sweep. I like Minnesota also. Uh, Eagles played Detroit last week, gave up 35 points at Detroit. Minnesota's a better offense. You thought Minnesota shut down Green Bay. Um, I'm, I'm all in on Minnesota this year. I love their chances. I said it before the season, they're going to win the NFC North. They already took care of the Packers in week one. I think it continues this week with yeah. another big win. Well, if uh, you win them all, you still won't be caught up to us. So. <laughs> I'll do my best. <laughs> And also, this is just a quick side note. There's actually two Monday night games this week. So yes, there is. Usually there is week one. They didn't do that this year. But then I think Buffalo, Tennessee is the other. Uh, this, so is the, kind of fun. this is the 9.30 Eastern time, yeah. so 6.30. Uh, Tennessee is not looking good. No, no, no. No, they're not. Also, like I, I'm pretty sure I know the answer to this, but you guys think the Eagles are going to win their division? Yeah. I, yeah, definitely. I, that was like one of my favorite bets was Eagles and Vikings on a parlay to each win their division. I just I oh, think they're the best team. Yeah. And they weren't – and. Neither one was the favorite ahead of time, so I kind of like those. Yeah, because like Jesse, he said, "Oh yeah, for sure." But like, la- or what was it? A couple weeks ago, he <laughs> was five like, Dallas. Oh, top five Dallas, top five Dallas." <laughs> That's true. Uh, <laughs> no rebuttal. Yep. 
No rebuttal. Um, it, what about that that uh, division that doesn't have any wins? Right? There's two losses and the tie. Couple ties. Yeah. yeah. That's, Who that's was, rough. So the Colts and the... AFC South. Yeah. AFC South. The Texans and Colts are tied for first with a tie. <laughs> with a tie. All right. Oh, let's talk is. about uh, our balls to the wall. I don't know why you did that, but that was like, you like hesitated, you paused, and you're like, let's talk about it. Uh, <laughs> I don't know where I'm going. Anticipation. You couldn't remember, which, you couldn't remember yeah. which button it was. It was like, uh, where, where am I going with this? I don't know if I wanted to say balls to the wall or just play the, the drop. Uh, anyway, uh, all right, last week's um, balls to the wall. Let's go over these. Brandon. Yeah, I'm going to need to justify mine here. <laughs> so I said Jalen Tolbert, seven catches, 104 yards, and a touchdown. He was actually an inactive for the game. But <laughs> to my credit, um, Noah Brown was the receiver that came in his place, and he was 5 for 68. He didn't score, but that was kind of the thought process, was the number two guy opposite of C.D. Lamb. Uh, so I just had the wrong guy, but he didn't produce uh, all right, quite like all right, I thought. I'll give you that. Uh, I said Robert Tonyan, 80 yards, two touchdowns. And do you have the stats over there? I don't uh, have the stats. Yeah, I can pull them up here shortly. They weren't good. They weren't that. He <laughs> yeah. did, definitely did not do that. Uh, nobody at Green Bay did anything to brag about. I mean, I think I mean, AJ, uh, AJ Dillon AJ, and yeah. Aaron Jones were okay. but nah, uh, Not so much Aaron Jones. Yeah, most AJ, of AJ definitely better. So. Yeah, you had to pass yeah, yeah. the ball more. That's, uh, you can keep talking. I, I'll be able to find it here in a second. Sorry. Yeah. So, I mean, I, you know, look. Lazard was out, so as soon as I, I, I figured out he was out, I was like, oh, my gosh, I got this. It's going to be Tunyon. Who yeah. else is it going to be, right? So Tunyon, three catches for 36 yards. Yeah, so awful. I was That's awful. I was not close. <laughs> and uh, neither were you because you had Matt Ryan for uh, 280 yards and, and three, three touchdowns. touchdowns. <laughs> yes, I know. And you know what? Again, like I think he had a horrible start, but then he kind of got it together. But it was kind of like too late to save that, but he – did get better towards the end. Yeah, he so, wasn't. He wasn't horrible. He did finish three hundred and fifty-two yards. Yeah, yeah. He but like, only one touchdown. But only one touchdown. Yeah. So, so you know what? I mean, I think you win that week. You win the week on the balls to the wall. So get used uh, to it. Get used to it. But okay. So real quick, I, I got to touch on something that we talked about last week. We made a big bet about Kyle Rudolph. I don't know if you guys remember that. I remember. Yes, yeah, so we did. So not only did I pick an inactive player on balls to the wall, Kyle Rudolph. <laughs> Was also inactive. He did not play. Yeah, he probably like so got hurt. Our bet to remind the millions of fans out there listening was that I think you had him if he was fifth or higher or fourth or higher in targets, right? And so as I look at the box score right now, I'm looking at one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight guys who have already got more targets than Kyle Rudolph. <laughs> so so far, I'm taking the lead there. So. That's a good sign. Hey, you uh, need, I needed to give you a win this week. You know, like I, you I, have I, to have I, something. That's the reason I'm mentioning it because I needed to get a win. All right, let's go over this week's balls to the wall players. Who do you got? So I can go first. Um, my balls to the wall player this week will be active, barring uh, like food poisoning or something weird happening uh, in the next day. You never know. So I'm going to go with a player playing in the big Thursday night Chiefs Chargers game. My balls to the wall is going to be tight end Gerald Everett. That's oh. a good one. So Keenan Allen out with a hamstring. They're going to need to throw the ball. Going to be high scoring. So I'm going to go Gerald Everett. I'm going to go six catches, 110 yards, and one touchdown. Nice. All right. 
So I think that, I don't know if we mentioned it earlier because you were t- talking about who would be the number one waiver wire ad this week. I think it would be him. Gerald Everett? Yeah. I think it's probably going to be a running back, but yeah, but yeah tight for tight end, end for tight, tight end. end. But I think he's, yeah. he's worth an ad, and, uh, especially if he's going to go balls to the wall. Of course he's worth it. Who do you got? <laughs> balls to the wall. All right. Well, I'm going to put my money where my mouth is, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to run it back. I'm going to go Matt Ryan again. <laughs> Matt Ryan again. He's going to make it up this time. I'm going to say the exact same thing. 250 yards, three touchdowns. Well, he already beat the 250 yards. Well, it's a different game. is a bad week for a quarterback. All right, all right. Let's do I'll bump it up. I'll say, 350. I'll say 350. Let's do it. No, I say 300. Well, he did what, 280 this week? He did, he did 350. 350. Yeah. No, no, no. Let's just keep it at 300. 300 and three touchdowns. That's let's just keep it at what less than he did already. I, I, like I bumped it up. You just look at who they're playing, and you're like, okay, that's it. Well, yeah, because it's like Texas it's like a last week. Jaguars it's a smash spot, man. You have yeah. like it's like you look at them, and again, that's why so last what week. You, what's your final numbers? It's 300 yards, three touchdowns. Okay, 303. You want me? To, you want me to give you more? No, no, like no well, whatever, that's whatever you think. I'll say your balls to the I'll wall. I'll say three and four if you if you want to. <laughs> If you if you don't believe me that he's gonna go balls Dude, to I'm the wall, I'm a homes I'm a homes fighty. The only reason why I don't say more touchdowns honestly is because you know that uh, they're gonna run it in. You know, like it's. As I say, you're gonna have Taylor's not gonna do anything if you do. <laughs> yeah. so, okay. No, he's but he twelve touchdowns in the game. Yeah, I like it. Just pick him every week, and like you'll be right once or twice. <laughs> Look, I'm not gonna pick him again. I mean, I might, but these these two weeks were like are like smash weeks. You know, like it's it's right there. It's on a platter. Yeah. And I'm surprised that he didn't do it this and last week. Tied. And yeah, I know it was it was a it was an awful week one. I think they're going to work on something and get together. Like it'll be better this week. Okay. All right. My boss of the wall this week is Dak. I oh, knew. No, wait, wait, I wait, knew wait. that's how you're going <laughs> to. I knew. No, that. I'm going to go just with any cowboy. Just any cowboy. <laughs> Jerry Jones. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with uh, someone who I think is going to play because Godwin's not. Uh, Julio Jones. Uh, and I think he's going to go for 118 yards and two touchdowns. Didn't Let's you, do it. Did you did you pick them to win, or was that not a thing? Never mind. It doesn't matter if they win or not, as long as he gets that. <laughs> uh, all right, that's all we got for you. But but just out of curiosity for myself, like you, did you? Was that one of your picks for the week, the Bucks? Uh, no, I picked New Orleans to win. <laughs> All it right. doesn't matter. Make it he make sense, st- man. <laughs> there, I'd be what? You could score 50 points and still, you know, have one team more than the other. All right. All right. Anyway, that's uh, that's all we got for you here at the Fantasy Football Fools. Who's the biggest fool? Make it make sense. Mr. Cowboy Jesse. 3-0, both Mr. of Cowboy us. Jesse. 3-0, both of us right here. All right. Everybody, don't be a fool. Stay in school. Cowboys, those cowboys. Super cool.